Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out big news. And we got big news. That's why we've got them back. Alan Paul Silverstein, President CEO, Imagine AR, trades in Canada under IP and for friends in the US under IPNFF. For those new to the story, and there may be a lot of you who are fans of some celebrities, football players, and wrestlers, because you've seen these headlines about fame days and wondering, who are these guys? Well, as the name implies, Imagine AR is an augmented reality leader. Trust when I say that, and we're going to talk about that in a second, that enables businesses to create their own mobile phone uh, augmented reality campaigns without any programming, tele te programming technology expertise, and that's big. For those who don't know what AR is, well, augmented reality is essentially a technology that lays digital images and graphics over the real world. So either you're looking through the phone or through a headset or through glasses, which is where this industry is going. But more importantly about where the industry is going, the global AR market is expected 330 billion, guys, 330 billion by 2028. That's a compounded annual growth rate, CAGR as we call it, of 46.5% over the next five, six years. That's just mammoth. And Apple CEO Tim Cook actually said it promised to be as influential in our society as the smartphone. Now, that's the AR side. How about Imagine AR? Because a lot of companies like to talk the talk and they like to just kind of uh, draft off a big industry. Well, Imagine AR is actually commercializing. Clients include the likes of Shoppers Drug Mart, NFL Alumni Association, two of the biggest soccer teams in Spain, one of the championship soccer teams in Brazil, Grubhub through the Soundbites program with Megan the Stallion. Noah Cyrus, and on and on. There's so many of these, but the bottom line is the, com the company's commercializing. What we're talking about today, fame days. Here's the headline. Tyson Fury, Pete Alonso, Von Miller, Ric Flair, and top sports, step top sports stars step into the metaverse with e-greeting celebrations live on fame days. Alan, welcome back. Congratulations, man. <laughs> That was such an intro. Thank you, George. It's greatly appreciated. So yeah, great to be back and uh, also excited to be back that Fame Days is now live and has been live as of last Friday. So we finally launched it. It's been kind of uh, our my pet project and our dream of taking Fame Days to the market since last summer, but now we're out and uh, it's pretty exciting to have it out and starting to get a lot of attention in the press as well. Before we go into the details, uh, How big is this? Like, how happy should shareholders feel about Fame Days being launched? Well, you know, certainly everyone looks, the first thing they do is red, green, look at the stock market, look at the price. And certainly, obviously, as every CEO looks and say, we're significantly undervalued. This has a, been a significant move for the company strategically because it's the first major move we've gone from whether it's B2B focus into B2C. Although we did Grubhub, working with Grubhub, and it ended up being a B2C program, that's normally how we do is direct with our clients. But this is the first time we're going direct. We're looking for retail revenue coming out of it, direct, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We kind of just soft launched on April 5th, uh, 15th on this past Friday, just to get it up and running. But People could see the pricing. They could see that it's very affordable. We're going global with it. So if, if I'm sitting in the stock, I'm looking at no one's ever done this before. It's the first time ever. The company has the patents. 
We got some major talent on it. Certainly Tyson, Tyson Fury. Mets are in first place in April, which is a shock, but Peter Alonso has got a huge following and everybody still loves Ric Flair, uh, as we know, George. So it's exciting that it's a new area. It's direct to consumer. It's getting a lot more of the revenue direct to the company rather than working more as a B2B type business. So we think this is a major growth area starting this spring. We've got Tyson Fury fight happening this Saturday. And then certainly in July, you have the biggest Hall of Fame for one single individual, Pappy David Ortiz, which we have as well. So we think that's going to just take us forward in a great, you know, great way and really focus on major revenue growth as we continue forward. Well, well, to help people understand, because I like my my favorite saying is seeing is believing. Ric Flair actually paid a visit to my house today. Let's watch this quick video. Woo! It's the nature boy, Ric Flair here. I heard you're a big fan of mine. That means a lot. And I really appreciate all the support you've given me over the years. Hopefully, I'll see you at the show sometime soon. I need to get over to the ring, but let's take a picture before I have to leave. Woo! All right. So there's Ric Flair uh, in my house, AP. And that's never (laughs) been done before, right? Um, I love it. It was easy to use. I went through the whole process. It really was easy. Just had to register, download the app, uh, and, and away it went. Um, how has, has the launch, it seems like the launch has gone pretty smoothly. I know it's early, but how's the launch gone? It's early, but we're getting good feedback. We're getting great press coverage. You know, I was really shocked, George. We ended up, you know, getting a number of wrestlers who are really in the entertainment fan world and they get it. So the wrestling ones are actually having quite a bit of interest. Certainly, I think Von Miller is going to be pretty big, not only winning the Super Bowl, but just signed with the Buffalo Bills on, I think, a six-year, $140 million contract. So we've got him for Mother's Day, uh, him. So I think there'll be a Mother's Day greeting opportunity in Buffalo for him, as well as possibly, you know, all the Ram fans who are now be missing him. But we think this is just endless, right? Whether it's sports, entertainment, TikTok, influencers, it doesn't end. And because Imagineer originally built the platform as a self-publishing CMS, content management system, we look to see that Fame Days ultimately becomes a self-publishing opportunity for a lot of the influencers that are out in the market. So a lot of them are familiar with green screen. They do a lot of their own content production. So we're going to make it available that they could just load themselves up on Fame Day, wow. get it approved. And all of a sudden we become the self-publishing site for doing these holograms, metaverse special all around the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and becomes really a host, a contact host where people can put up their own green screen content and their own holograms. Okay, that's the first time I'm hearing this. And I got to tell you, AP, I think that's absolutely genius because the best part about it is whether you're a celebrity, an athlete, a TikTok influencer, it allows you to use something timely. You know, some a big event may have happened today. Something, some big, some big milestone. Yeah, Matt, remember St. Mary's? They, they, you know, made a ran, run in the NCAA's from Jersey. That guy what? went on, you know, one of the other sites. Could you imagine we just green screen those guys and they're standing in your house right after they made that Cinderella run, which I'm sure will be in a few movies. You know, how many people would just take a quick, you know, video of them for, you know, ten, twenty dollars and then share it instantly with them with the team? So, I agree with you. I think timeliness is key and the ability to have it self-publishing. But I'm still hoping, George, we expect to be in the world of comedy. I mean, how much better would it be for your birthday to have a comedian busting you for 30 seconds on your age and your birthday in your house standing next to you? I mean, I think that's a glorious thing to give as a gift, and it it should be quite popular as we get towards uh, further in 2022. You've got a pretty powerful lineup of 
you know, celebrities and athletes, and we're, hopefully we're scre- we're scrolling those on the screen right now. Um, does the launch accelerate getting even more athletes and celebrities? Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume you probably have a whole bunch of people say, call me when it's up. I want to see what it's like. <laughs> That's exactly it. We, we are in touch with a lot of celebrities because when you look at fame days, it's a great new fan engagement opportunity, never been done before in history. Number two, for the actual talent, the sports star, the entertainer, it's a one session, right? It's a one and done green screen session and it's over. And for their perspective, rather than having to do, you know, say video greetings over and over again and speak to them and make time for it, this is one time 30, 40 minutes done and it's up for a couple of years. And they're making revenue and engaging their fans wherever they are in a unique, fun way, which is they're always looking for it. As a matter of fact, when Fame Days launched, we got a number of agents reached out to us pretty quickly uh, in a number of different areas of sports and entertainment. So, yeah, we're, we're expecting this is going to just pick up as we get to, through the year and continue forward, that you're just going to get more and more, whether it's celebrities, sports stars, influence TikTok to start joining and interested. And as a matter of fact, you'll probably cover it later in the discussion we actually did a imagine or did an sdk license deal with the professional bull riders association yep. and speaking to the cmo cochet he's like let's get the riders on uh on the uh, fame days as well so how cool would that be to have now that whole area and if you look at bull riding i knew nothing about it it's an enormous area of fan and fan uh engagement they sell out everywhere they go they're huge dedicated fans so get those riders on as well. So it just doesn't end, right? It just keeps going because there is no limit to it. And, you know, we're pretty proud of the way the website came out and the mobile app and kudos to the tech. I think they did a spectacular job in the way you lay out. And one other thing to mention, you know, as we're on your show is we're already working on Fame Days 2.0 and it'll be out in July for when David Ortiz is out. And it's going to be more of a code base versus location. So it's going to allow you to take the code and go and text it to someone, give it to someone even simpler and easier than it is. So you don't have that location opportunity, but rather you just take it, send it and have your fame day with the famous person wherever you are and take them on the road with you. All right. So to clarify that, like when I did Ric Flair, by the way, I went and bought it, right? Because I want to go through the whole Yes, process. you bought it. You, I uh, recognize the revenue stockholders. We recognize George revenue. He record revenue, pay. record revenue for Q2 because a Gorecom <laughs> came in with their one Ric Flair fame day. But um, where was I, where was I going with that? Um, I was going somewhere with that. Um, so you are in the okay. location. Oh, so re- oh, they're right, you- the location. But what that does is, which is great, I actually didn't have any complaints about it because I figured, okay, it's location-based, which is smart because that makes sure that I can't abuse the thing. Uh, but I love the fact that it's actually going to be code-based sometime in the summer so that I could do Ric Flair today uh, in or around my house, and then we could go out for lunch or something. Like when I'm going out for lunch, I could say, here's Ric Flair sitting beside me at lunch. I mean, you could do a whole day yeah, you can do a whole day with your hologram and visit it. And really, you know, what yeah, we're seeing love is that. It, it, we see that's where you can end up going with this. And, and so we're already working on 2.0. It's already in process and we're targeting because we think certainly David Ortiz being the sole Hall of Famer this year in inductee, we think there's a big opportunity for Red Sox Nation, for fans, Hall of Fame members to really enjoy it and have an opportunity to do something. And certainly with Fame Days, we're looking at the sponsorship too, right? So whether a big company or brand comes in and sponsors a Fame Day giveaway as well as a potential where that could be a significant revenue where they give away a code for everyone to go enjoy the day with that specific individual for a specific moment. Let's run through the economics as we talked about that a couple of times here. So now that you've got, because I don't think we ever discussed pricing. Last time we talked about Fame Days when no, you no. announced it, we, you didn't know the pricing. 
But pricing now is somewhere, there's as little as $9.99 for the, I think, straight images. There's as much as $24.99 for the videos. Very affordable. Great, because Cameo's minimum a couple of hundred bucks and you got to wait and you got to do all this work. Right. So We actually don't go over $20 at this time. So it actually goes from $4.99 to $19.99 is pricing. Oh, okay, I thought I saw $24.99, but that could just be my No, no we just jacked it up for you. Actually, what you found <laughs> in the pricing, we needed more revenue from you, George. So actually the mobile app has built-in currency localized. So no, no matter where you are, we actually had someone in Japan where they said, why is the website different than what's in my mobile app? Because there is a currency converter localized wow, in the mobile that's app awesome. versus the website. So everything is from the US version from $4.99 to $19.99, very affordable. I would say it's a couple of happy meals and you can have a, a fame day to enjoy. And we're wanting to make it very affordable so anyone could do it. So I'm going to a game on Sunday. You know, I'm going to go watch uh, the, the Bills opener with Von Miller. I could drop it at the house or in that place have the code, bring it with me, and everyone could get pictures of Von Miller for opening day at my house while we're watching the first game. Yeah, that's so let's talk about revenue. Let, let's talk about how the economics were. So we saw the pricing. Are you able to talk about how much do you keep? Absolutely, we made split? it very popular. Can we run through that? Yeah. So it's a 70-30 split, which is close to what you see in these kind of the video interactive world and the video fan engagement. So we do 70% goes to the talent and 30% of the gross comes out. And we deduct, obviously, whether it is platform cost, credit card cost, purchasing through the mobile app, that right. comes off the top and it's a 70-30 split. So it's very straightforward. We reconcile everything and then the talent gets paid on a monthly basis. And certainly some of the larger talent, they may be revenue guarantees, but that's all revenue recoupable that we recoup first and then we go forward from there. So we think, as you said, now that we've gone live, we've had a number of reach outs to us now from different talents, different people out there with whether it's sports, entertainment that are very interested in potentially participating in fame days as well. Um, distribution. Let's talk about that. I know a big part of that is going to be the celebrities themselves, because when they announce Correct. their fan base. So that's big. But ironically enough, I was watching Shark Tank the other day with my daughter and somebody tried to do a cameo copy and the sharks asked them to say, what's your distribution model? They said, well, the celebrities. And uh, Damon, I think, uh, said, hey, that's not going to be enough. You got to have, no, it was, no, it was actually uh, Kevin Hart. He said, that's not going to be enough. You need your own distribution engine, you know, your own marketing, because uh, yep. you need to bring in the people as well and be in control of the marketing. So first, great to have the celebrities getting the word out there. How do you guys get the word out there? So we've already moved ahead on a number of these programs. We haven't announced stuff because basically it's what we do as a business, right? So we have a whole PR program already around uh, Fame Days. It's up and running today. You're seeing the results because we're getting some good pickup. We also are working with a number of firms that are doing geofencing targeting for social media. We're doing social media advertising. So we're blending all of that as we go forward to start building out the audience. But again, we soft launch during Easter because we want to get in before the Tyson Fury fight. So certainly Easter is a quiet time, but just wanted sure. to get it out there, get some of the feedback. You had some feedback as well. Other people kind of get that addressed. And as we go forward, you'll see a pickup in both PR. You're going to see a pickup in basically social media advertising, promotion, and targeting influencers. And that's how we expect it to grow. I mean, in one of the re recent interviews I did, which will be published soon with a major publication website, there the, the writer right then said, 
this is like built for TikTok. Like this thing is just yep. built to be into that market. So we think, yes, there's a viral opportunity. And certainly when we look at the celebrities or the talents we're talking to, we do use an analysis of their social media engagement as well. But that is one small piece because one post is one post, but you got to really build up a campaign. And we want to focus on areas of special events, whether it's Tyson Fury fight, Mother's Day, you know, Valentine's Day would be one. Easter next year will be a big one. Certainly, we think the second half of the year with Christmas, Thanksgiving, those events and building campaigns, advertising, promotion, sponsorship, where we go to large vendors who want to do giveaways tied to their products or put their brand in it. That's the way to go where we're going to generate some significant revenue and recurring revenue on a monthly basis. And last question about fame day, then I want to move on to bull riders and indoor, indoor football. Um, but clearly there's a lot of resources going into this. I know it's early. You can't even talk about it, but it sounds like you guys have really high hopes uh, and, and not just hope, but you guys got some, you guys got realistic expectations that fame days may turn out to be something pretty big. Yeah, it's certainly generating a lot of interest. We're getting a lot of press interest. We're getting interest from certain client opportunities. It is helping us with new potential clients as well. We did announce a major CPG working with ArcTouch, which is one of the largest mobile app development companies here in uh, North America. And actually, Fame Days helped that opportunity as well, secure that. So I think it becomes important that, yes, Fame Days unto itself is a direct-to-consumer, great opportunity. We're excited about it. It's a, it's a tech spinoff. It's you know an individual company, U.S. company, uh, where Imaginar is the shareholder of it, uh, similar to what we've done with Imaginar U.S., but at the same time, we think that it's going to help drive a lot of imagining our opportunities. Like when we did professional bull rider PBR, we looked at them in two. One, they want to get the SDK. We signed the annual license agreement. I think it was a two-year agreement with them. Same time, they said, let's give the riders an opportunity to get on fame days to make additional money for themselves as well. So we think that one-two punch opportunity is going to be a great opportunity to drive revenue for both organizations. And I said that was the last question, but you said something, so I got to follow up. So does this open up the door for going back to Valencia, Real Sociedad, Atletico in Brazil and saying, hey, guys, you're already doing great stuff. How about some of your key players or all of your key players uh, becoming or as well as the legends, right? And certainly that's the opportunity the we legends, have legends right. that are in with them as well. So absolutely, we see we have spoken to a number of the teams already. They're interested in taking some of their past heroes, their past stars, as well as some of their existing ones and put them on fame days. But we are hearing interest even here in North America of taking alumni of organizations who maybe in sports don't have that opportunity to have a fan engagement or generate revenue for themselves. Now that they're retired, it's been years later where they can have something up and running on fame days that they can point to and use to raise money for themselves or even for, you know, the top, top athletes like we did with David Ortiz for the foundation. What a great way to raise money for a foundation using fame days where people donate to that specific foundation cause where 70% of the revenue goes to it. You know, what better way is, you know, to enjoy David Ortiz entering the Hall of Fame and then donate that, you know, of the $20, 70% plus whatever gets donated to his specific foundation. Yeah, fantastic. Love it. I could go on talk about fame days, but we don't want the interview to run an hour. But I got to tell you, Alan, congratulations. I think shareholders should be happy. I love the user experience. I did it myself and I plan to do a bunch more. Uh, so we'll look <laughs> for that. Let's go on to the business in general, right? So the, there's just imagine AR and you sign these deals with professional bull riders and the indoor football teams. What are the use cases there? I know why we wanted them because your business and you want to get those contracts, but 
what did what did professional bull riders see and what did what did the two indoor football teams see in in, in partnering with Imagine AR? So interesting, both both of those opportunities, the three, the Indoor Football League, Arizona, uh, Rattlers, the Tucson Sugar Skies, to Kevin Guy is the owner of the Sugar Skies, and he actually is very big proponent of AR. He's looking to take fan engagement to the next level. He wants to engage fans, not only locally, so kind of build his fan base for Indoor Football League and his teams throughout the United States. He saw AR as a great way family friendly which indoor football is very family friendly there's a lot of touch points the players shake hands they sign autographs in the end he's they're very focused on building that community and the fans so ar was a natural extension to the ar scavenger runs to the holograms to sweepstakes all those fun things we've built into the ar as a service platform and integrating the app and this app developer happens to be FanMaker, and FanMaker uh, certainly is known already in the world of sports and colleges where they have a lot of clients and uh, that ceo loved looking to integrate ar so it kind of worked both ways one is he wanted an ar solution we're one that he can use and integrate into his platform and something then could be made available to his clients and PBR, the professional bull riders, uh, they're owned by Endeavor IMG. So it actually opened up a whole nother world that I wasn't aware of because when we were issuing the press release, actually IMG got involved in actually the press release and approved everything. So that was a surprise to me. I was not aware that that brand was owned for it. And then I saw the numbers of how fast it's growing. And certainly they're looking at a way to engage their fans because when you hear to Coach Shea, the CMO, he's like, we're only in one city once a year. So we have all those under 364 days. We want to engage those fans in the cities who might not attend our events, which are yep. usually sold out. I was shocked. You know, they're sold out at New York City and Madison Square Garden and other areas you would never expect. And having a new championship this year. So they're looking to build these touch points with fans year round in all different areas or fans who can't go to the events by having that AR bring them through their app right into their home. And they have something called PBR rewards, their mobile app. And they want to start rewarding fans for engaging with the app and using AR. So certainly the rider holograms, again, scavenger on sweepstakes. But the funny part is we kind of joked, uh, they had a meeting I didn't sit in, but I got an email from my content manager. It's like, well, we have an idea of how to put a bull in a green screen. I'm like, are you kidding me? Who's holding the <laughs> rope on the other end? But I did speak to uh, Cochet, and they actually have an interesting idea. They want to do a bull coming out of the gate in a green screen, and they know how they're going to do it, and they want to give it a shot so people at home can actually enjoy the bull coming at them right at home. So let's see how that works. That should be pretty fun. There's going to be a lot of people running into walls and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you up your insurance because there are going to be guys who are going to be pretending look at a bull running and they're going to run right into a wall okay so but they came up with a way to do it and they want to do it and they're on here in the u.s cbs major tv station so he has his own production company already so he has his full producer so he said doing all the green screens and doing all this is no big deal so i expect them to be up and running sooner than later i expect hopefully by may they're up with the app, up with uh Imagiar integrated and also up in uh and fame days as well so again they're looking for those touch points to build community if you didn't go to the event wherever you are have that experience with the riders build with the riders give sponsorship opportunities for these opportunities potentially scavenger hunts with the riders in the cities as they start appearing before to give away tickets so it's kind of new areas but again these niches are significant right you and i might not watch professional bull riders but all of a sudden you hear they have some big audiences and very loyal very passionate numbers. yeah they're passionate and they're dedicated and what i learned is 
fans are actually at the events cheer two areas. He said, one is the riders, but also he said, the, the fans Bulls. are huge fans of the bull. And I'm like, he said, you have yeah. no idea how excited they are about the bulls also. So those are two areas. So I'm looking forward. So George, if you want to volunteer to hold the rope for the bulls, when we do the green screen session, I'll be flying you out to one of the locations. And uh, all you have to do is hold this and we'll give you a hockey helmet. You're good to go. And give me hockey pants and you got a deal. <laughs> hey, uh, last question for you. Forget about stock price right now because, look, risk off is everywhere, right? Facebook stock is down 40%. Netflix stock is down almost 50%. Shopify is down 65%. We're in a risk off environment right now. That's just the way it is. You and I have been around for a long time. The market goes through these periods of fluctuation, but I can't give people advice. But to me, tech is going to be leading the next 20 years. So I don't care if it goes through these risk off. I mean, I don't like it, but I don't worry about it. So stock price aside, how healthy is the business uh, of the, uh, just the your pipeline, the amount of interest that's coming in, all of that? You know, I mean, that's, that, that's the key. That. Everyone hears it, but everyone's looking for the deals, right? Everyone's looking for revenue announcements. And certainly, you know, PBR, we did a two-year deal, license agreement. We can't announce the revenue of those specific instances. Otherwise, we don't. Others, we do. So it depends on that. But certainly, I think we're seeing a healthy interest in getting our first CPG company, which looks like it's going to launch in June. So it'll it's be a major package. Goods. I think that'll open up something major in retail for us, because certainly it's a Fortune 500 type company with a household name brand. So we're feeling really confident because we've gone through these years and it hasn't been easy, but the platform has continually evolved. It continually grew, it got solid. You could see the quality of, you know, the fame days in terms of the quality of the holograms, the placement. I mean, fame days was built from the Imagining R, the Imagining R SDK. We're going to see a launch with Jet Media with a very famous celebrity with their own app. So PBR will be in the app. So you're starting to see it where we're confident of the tech. It's commercialized, it's stable, it works. And now we're really focused on sales and marketing. Certainly, if we start building these relationships like ArcTouch is a mobile app developer, uh, FanMaker is a mobile app developer where they have lots of clients, that's a key area of growth, right? Because you build a relationship with them, they build that one interface for one client, or in this case, a FanMaker, you know, three clients, but then they have another 20, 30 clients, some of them. So once they do it once, it's up and running, ready to be integrated in the other. And as long as we have it, there are multiple yeah, tentacles now. It's, it's all set. So I feel, you know, very strong that as we continue, we, we're going to see some real, the pipelines continue to grow, revenue and announcements going to grow. We're sitting in a great possession, uh, position because we've built this. We've invested a lot. A lot of our burn rate through the years was just building the tech, increasing this, this you know, the tech in terms of going to the SDK version, increasing the SDK, doing the white going global on the white label app, which we're doing with Control Your Narrative, the, the new wrestling organization we partner with, where it's also GGBR compliant in Europe, which is a key also. And now we have WebAR, which will be coming out, which has been delayed a bit because of fame days, but WebAR is coming out. So we're gonna have a portfolio of tech that's tested, it works, we have the patents, we're getting these great use case opportunities, the references are up and going. So I think we're sitting in a great position. So despite what's going on, certainly when we look at stock value and price, we look from a tech standpoint, there's a lot of interest in, quote, the metaverse. And the metaverse, as we've discussed previously, I think, George, there's three key areas in metaverse, AR, VR, and virtual worlds. Those are your three pieces. And AR is a key component because it works today. Everyone has a phone. Right it's now. something people can engage immediately. And when you look at companies that have mobile apps, even when we talked you know, to the 
the new clients we just got in the IFL and PBR, they're looking for a reason for people to go to the app every day, do something fun, immersive, interact, something to share. And AR fits that mold perfectly and also allows them to have sponsorship activations as well at the same time. So I think at this point, AR is going to continue, as you said, on the cager before the growth opportunity. There's interest. We're not we're not limited in any way locally. We work globally, the platform. So I think we're we're in for an interesting and a growing 2022 for sure. And certainly with fame days as well, combined with Imagine AR, you know, we're we're looking pretty optimistic as we go forward. AP, congratulations, man. Love the launch of Fame Days. Love how the business is moving along. Uh, and I can't wait to have you back on because I think from the sounds of it, you're going to be back on a lot more because more talent's going to be coming on, more things are going to be happening. I'm depending on you, George, to keep buying them so we can have a revenue forecast at some point as George bought, you know, more Ric Flair's and more Tyson Furs and who knows who's going to be announced in the very near future as we go forward. I might have to check into an addiction face. clinic because my problem is I'm addicted <laughs> to fame days. God forbid yeah. if you actually come out with the self-service green screen, I can put myself. We can on drop there. George at everyone's house. What? How much is that? Stop. How much are you paying people to take that one instead of them paying? <laughs> I'll pay people to do it for me. <laughs> but we also, oh, by the way, we got approved for the trademark. So Fame Days is owned also in North America. We own Congrats. the trademark for it as well. So that's it. So besides Imagine R, which we own globally. Fame Days at this point, we own, has been approved for North America. So Fame Days, party with the stars. We're ready to get going. And uh, hopefully everyone who's watching this, go buy Fame Days. And we have a coupon code for April, which is Fame20, which on the website only, Fame20, will get you 20% off of Fame Days. And for uh, Mother's Day, uh, Von Miller will be the one for Mother's Day with uh, Blake Hortzman from uh, ba The Bachelor. Those will be your two Mother's Day, ready to go. All right. Can't wait for that. Congratulations. Always love having you on AP. You're, you're making Mama Silverstein very, very happy. Uh, and and uh, wish her all the best. Wish her belated exactly. happy Passover as well from, from me. But congrats, man. Love what you're doing. And like I said, AR is only going to become a monster and you guys keep growing within it. I think it's only a case of degree of success. No longer long time ago. No long question of if to be successful. So can't wait to have more. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you, George. Always a pleasure. And happy Easter coming up to you this weekend. Uh, thank you. The lambs, the lambs won't be so thankful, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the wishes. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Alan Paul, AP Silverstein, CEO of Imagine AR, trades in Canada, the stock symbol IP for friends in the US, IPNFF. For those who the story, want to do your due diligence, get the company's profile page in Agoracom to get that thousand foot overview because there's not only new technology here, but new business models, all sorts of changing things. That's where you get your good thousand foot overview. And then when you're ready from there and you're comfortable, link over to the company's website, do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.